The Con Guy Show, the official program of theconguy.com, is heard on the We Be Geeks Collective and on Sci-Fi.Radio. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello, everybody. This is Jim Fry, your 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 host for this little bitty excursion into con guy goodness just want to let you know we have a special episode this week we are actually going to dip in and listen to our sister podcast um it's called the scare guy because this week the scare guy they are doing their hype list that we have put together a really cool hype list in the world of halloween horror nights both orlando and hollywood one of the things that fans like to hear is a hype list, which is, you know, it's the the list of everything we are excited to experience when we experience it. So it's our very first hype list. It's everything you need to know for a killer Universal Studios Hollywood Horror Nights. And this is their 30th year. So it's HHN 30. They have 10 mazes, five scare zones. It's the biggest event they've ever had. You know, they've been, they didn't have one last year. They had a small one, but they are back and bigger than ever. They got Beetlejuice, Bride of Frankenstein, Leatherface, the, the the Hill House from Netflix, the the Haunting of Hill House, and they've got tons of originals plus a celebration of thirty years of the best icons to ever haunt this event, including Jack. Jack's my favorite. Jack is back. He's the deranged clown. So what we're going to do is um we're going to rank everything that we are excited uh, to see at these events. And by the way. The Halloween Horror Nights Orlando starts this coming Friday, Friday the 3rd of September. Yeah, it's hard to believe, but Halloween season is here. So what we're going to do is introduce you to, we have some special guests this week. They're all down there in Orlando. They are specialists. One of them happens to be the webmaster of the con guy and the scare guy. Anyways, happy con season. We are kind of getting a little bit near the end of summer. San Diego Comic-Con is coming up. We have some news to talk about there. We have some probably some previews coming up for New York Comic-Con. But right now, we're going to shift over to something a little spookier. Like we like to say, the, the scare guy is the scarier side of the con guy, where we celebrate everything that's scary fun. So hope you enjoy it, guys, and hope you enjoy the show. And hopefully, if you guys make it down to Halloween Horror Nights, in Orlando or even out here in Hollywood. Stop if you see us, stop by and see us. We'd love to say hi. All right, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Scare Guys Show. We have some really cool guys who are with us today. Starting right here in the box that says Cody Heck. If you guys can introduce yourselves. Hi. I'm Cody Heck. I am a media presence and I'm alive and well and funny and <laughs> not talented. <laughs> and I'm Will Bungarden. I'm ghoulish. Ghoulish. <laughs> We also have a really special guest with us. Our webmaster, the guy who designs our websites, he was not responsible for that flub up that just happened. That was me. And he designs the con guy, the scare guy. And he is there in Orlando, Florida with Cody and Will. Scott Mir. Welcome to the show, Scott. 
Hey, good to be here. Um, okay. As you can see, Jim takes a lot of care when it comes to technology. So <laughs> full-time job. Anyways, guys, welcome to the Scare Guy Show. It's our first ever official hype list. Everything you need to know for a killer Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights 30th visit. This is their 30th time they've had it. They skipped. This would have been the 31st, but they skipped last year. They have 10 mazes. Five scare zones. It's one of their biggest ever and tons. They have tons of originals. And I know some of you guys really love the originals. And uh, they have some really good IP that has come back. Jack is back. Some say he's the one behind every screen. Some say he only comes out every few years. And some say he's closer than you think. <laughs> to mark the event's 30th year, Jack is back at Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. And this year, he's everywhere. In a haunted house, in the dark where you least expect. But the one place he's sure to be is... In your nightmares! And what we're going to do is we're going to rank everything from bottom to top. We're going to start at the bottom and work our way up. We each are very opinionated. Bob Geeks out over pop culture wants to know, is anybody vlogging Halloween Horror Nights opening weekend? By the way, you know opening weekend is Friday. Are you going, Will? I'm trying to. We'll see. Is it this Friday? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Isn't oh, it crazy man. how soon it is? God, if you keep forgetting yeah. fall. I'm still like That's why we deep in COVID. I know we were bar barely able to squeeze this in. And real quick before we start, did uh, any of you go last year? Universal had like the light version. This what what do you think about the Halloween Horror Nights light? Um, I was going to talk about later. It's going to be interesting because they're all some of the houses that they're doing this year are repeats from last year. Oh Actually, well, let's leave it for later then. Yeah. yeah, I know that I was there in Orlando last year, and I came there specifically because I heard they were doing the Halloween Horror Nights. But then I read somewhere online said you can enter it from either park. So I was like, cool. I went to Islands of Adventure. And I didn't get to – I was so upset because I only had one day there last year. But, eh, what are you going to do? But I am coming. I think I am going to be there September – Scott, what, what's the night we're going? It's a Sunday night, September 26th. Yep. All right. So that's when I'm going. If you guys are there, come say hello. All right. What? <laughs> Mike Hemke, he's like, next year Halloween events will start the day after July 4th. Yeah, it does seem kind of early to be starting. I know that, so you, you guys there in Orlando start this Friday out here in Hollywood. We start next week. So, you know what? I couldn't be more excited. Love your shirt, by the way, there, Will. I got, and I am actually wearing the very first shirt that they ever had back uh -huh. before when they called it Fright Fest. So, <laughs> they were selling, I, was so upset I couldn't go into the, um, the the haunted houses this past year, so I went and found at least a Fright Fest shirt. All right, let's get started. But right up front, for those of you who may not know, what we're doing is we're calling this our hype list. A bunch of the different podcasts and people who really are big fans of Halloween Horror Nights like we are, they like to do what's called a hype list where they just kind of rank what they are most hyped about and give us kind of a reason why. So... Do we need to do an overview? Probably not, unless you guys want to do an overview. Cody and Will, do you guys have anything you want to say before we start? 
No, no. go for it. I've these are uh, this is gonna be my first time hearing about most of these houses. Yeah, uh, I obviously didn't know that it was uh, this Friday. I haven't done my research at all. I'm knee deep in a master's degree, so I oh, am here fresh. Um, I also hardly remember half of the Halloween Horror Nights I've been to, even though I go every year many times as well. I yep. go for very different reasons, mostly libation. So, <laughs> Welcome to the Ring of Thunder, the most electrifying wrestling podcast in the Thunderverse and the ESO Network. From the power of the people's host, Sexy Thor, critics say, it doesn't matter what the critics say. You already know you're in for a hammer swinging, burrito eating, mic blazing, hair raising time with this weekly wrestling adventure, WWE, AEW, Impact, and whatever else I can possibly fit. If you hear what the thunder is talking. All right, guys. So let's go ahead. Do you want to start with the scare zones or start with the houses? What are you guys ready for? Let's start with the houses. All right. We're going to start with the houses. So I'm going first, and I will try to have photos of each of these. So give me just a second. Ooh, there we go. And are Will and Cody, are you guys going to go on the same list, or do you have your separate lists? We got a separate list, but yeah. I'm writing mine as we're talking about them. So nice, nice. Get mine Let at the end. Okay. I know for a fact that Will has been telling us that he um, is ready. He is ready for this one, yeah, Will. He's got graphs and charts. <laughs> There's a lot going on. He's got all right, Will. Data. There are 10 mazes this year. Out of all 10 mazes, what is the one number 10 on your list, on your hype list? Oh, me personally? Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, number 10, easily, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <sighs> I, I can't. I'm not excited for this one. Um, I'm just going to go right in. I can't believe they're doing this one. Uh, this is a house they did four years ago, so it's fairly fresh in everyone's mind. Mm -hmm. uh, it was okay then. I'm not looking forward to it now. And to actually prepare for this like season, I finally watched the movie. It was the last of the classics that I've never watched before. And gotta be honest, I hated the movie so much. It was such a slog. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like, I can believe it's a classic, but I also can't. Because, like, truly, at one point, I had to stop, pause the movie just to see how much more there was. Really? It was when you have literally just teenagers being dumb. The first uh, act is just them in the car. And that's kind of the most hype ish of what's going on. It's just creepy, the guy that they pick up, the hitchhiker. And if I'm spoiling anything, it's been 50 years. That's on you at this point. Um, so, like, at this point, that from there on, it's just teenagers being stupid. None of it makes sense. There's a whole montage of one character who's just giving raspberries to the other characters alone in the room. Nothing makes sense. Then there's the whole, it was five, ten minutes, it felt like, of just a girl screaming in the woods just running away from Leatherface. And it may, I, truly, I don't understand. I understand that Leatherface is an interesting character, but the movie just sucked. I hated it so much. So your, your hate for the movies is flowing into the house as well. Yes. Yeah, well, also, my other thing is, like, if you're going to do a house and it's going to be a movie theme, there are so many other opportunities. Like, literally, you could have done Halloween, 
they've done all the other Halloween movies, especially with the new one coming out. You could have done Halloween 2 because the new one, even though it's a whole separate universe, nothing except for the first movie counts, it's still going to take place in Haddonfield Hospital. There's going to be a lot of callbacks. Um, there's going to be like a few of the masked kids from the first one. That's coming back as well from uh, Season of the Witch. And, or even more, you could have done Candyman. The fact yeah. that the movie's coming mm -hmm. out and you're not doing a house on the actual movie itself, I don't understand. I feel like this was a missed opportunity. The, the other thing is like the movie itself, the set was minimal. I don't know how they're going to make it's a, a whole... budget film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's just bare minimum with like just animal skulls. And even then they tried to stretch it out as much as they can and could, and it didn't really work in the movie. Did so you go in the, like, the maze when it was there a couple of years ago? Yes. Yeah. And? and they, it was fine. I, I remember thinking, walking up to that maze, the house looked really cool mm -hmm. as far as, as that went. But then that was the, like the best part of it. Like, exactly. oh, walking by the, the creepy house and then you went in there. Um, yeah. I don't think it was, I'm not as passionate about it as you are, Will, but um, I, I definitely agree with you on the, hey, you just did this a few years ago. Why are you uh, doing it again? But um, yeah. I think don't. I'm just enraged that I wasted an hour and a half of my time watching the movie and having it just be so bad. All right. Well, Will, tell us how you really feel. I know. Well, I, have one, I have to have one more drink, then we can. Speaking of drinks, the reason I I spilt my drink all over my electronics here and my rent check, so that was great. You're just having a really good night. Yeah, oh I was going to say. Just falling to pieces. All right, Cody, what do you think about the this one specifically, Texas Chainsaw? No, 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 um, no. What is your number oh, ten? My number ten has got to be through quickly reading through this list. I'm not a fast reader. It has got. <laughs> Um, I I would say Revenge of the Fairy Tooth, I, or sorry, Tooth Fairy, same thing. Um, she's rebranded. Um, they uh, so I remember Tooth Fairy. Yeah, this, is a new, this was one coming back, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm just I'm making sure I'm not lying because I do love lying. I so <laughs> when I I remember going to Tooth Fairy and what a what a horrible premise. Just there's so much missed opportunity with this experience, we could have had a woman bludgeoning people for their teeth. That would have been succinct, tight, scary. One of my biggest fears is losing my teeth. I have two fears. One, fire, being burned alive, a la like Final Destination in the tanning bed kind of style. And number two, losing my teeth in any capacity. Jeez. So like we're tapping into something that I'm genuinely very afraid of and openly admitting it. However, this also did not scare me, which leads me to believe it is not satisfying. It's bare minimum. You, you don't think they're going to do a better job this time around? They it's, better. Like the bar is really low. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying <laughs> they have an opportunity I'm gonna, there. I'm going to jump in just so we don't waste a lot of time. Cody, I'm, I'm with you. Tooth Fairy is my last, is my least. I'm not saying that I don't want to see. I was listening to a couple of other podcasts and some of the guys said that, They've been there, and it looks like it's the most elaborately built. It is. It okay. is very elaborately built. There is a lot of glitter and things that would draw me there. <laughs> However, it just doesn't land where I need it to. Yeah, I'm. I'll be honest with you. I've seen. It wasn't. 
and I think like what Scott said, it maybe had a cool facade and maybe it looked kind of cool on the inside. I, the idea of a deadly tooth fairy, it just, it's, it's not sticking with me. I, I don't have a lot to say about this one. Scott, what's your number 10? My number 10 is the wicked growth realm of the pumpkin. Oh, that hurts me. Yeah, sorry. No, and it's based on the description. So um, I have to admit that um, that's all I'm going off of for this one. What's the description but say? It, it just talks about the pumpkin's vines coming after you, and um, mm. I can pull yeah, it Yeah, I've seen right enough hentai to know where that's going. <laughs> uh, Sounds like a Evil Dead a little bit, doesn't it? A little bit, kind of. A little a little bit. Bit. The, the only thing that the only thing that sounds interesting is is a, is the forest, but I don't know what that's going to look like. I'm always a fan of forest um, setups, especially if they're outside. There's lots of room for for people to jump out and scare you, um, and I think it creates some natural confined spaces that don't feel forced. But yeah, um, you know, I. I remember the what was the pumpkin one of a few years ago that we it, there was a scare zone for it. Oh, it's always my favorite that, that like that pumpkin scare zone. It's the the cavern of pumpkins all hung up in the trees. But I don't. Do you, you think this is going to be like that? I don't. Well, no, no. I, this is actually it's going to be inside a tent, from what I understand. And someone I was listening to one of the podcasts. They think that there's a a, a cave of pumpkins that you walk in to get inside this. Mm. Like that might be where the pumpkins are going since. Apparently, one of the, one of those scare zones with the pumpkins may not be there this year. So, I'm just going to tell you this one's a little bit up my list. I won't tell you where it's at, but I freaking love pumpkins. I grew up with it. I'm, I have a love affair with. I pumpkins. know you do. Great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, all the way. All right, that was number ten. Who uh, will number nine for you? I'll say my number nine is Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. Um, much like. What Cody was saying, this is a holdback from last year. And last year it was okay. It was for the only, like only having three houses. And this was uh, one of the main two that were there all season long. Um, it was fine. Um, you know, Whenever we say it's fine, that's not fine. Right. <laughs> like it was for only having that and uh, the Bride of Frankenstein from last year, both when you're just desperate for anything from COVID, you're yeah. just like, this is great. This is amazing. But I have high expectations. The monsters, it was something out of Nightingales from a few years ago. Yeah. Um, and the premise was very Victorian. So yeah, ornate, uh, lavish. So I hope I have high hopes that they're going to actually build it out this time around, but we'll see. But yeah, just low on my list. Cody. My number nine I yep. would agree that it has to be this Texas Chainsaw. And I think a lot of it has to do with just like a the timeliness mm -hmm. of it. I think we've been dealing with a lot in recent news with very ugly people making a muck in the world. And I think that I don't have a desire to just do that in a haunted scenario. I could just go to a Publix or a <laughs> Safeway. And then I would accomplish the same thing with some old bag yelling at customer service. But I've always thought the Texas Chainsaw was more of a love story. It is somebody who is desperately trying to find his match. And that's something that's very beautiful and not scary. That's interesting. That's interesting take, yeah. <laughs> hey, Scott, what's your number nine? It, uh, it's Texas Chainsaw. Wow, there's a um, lot of non-loving. We hate chainsaws in this house. 
it's <laughs> it, it really is what they both pointed out uh, not the love story bit but the uh fact that it was done very recently um and it it did not wow me at all um and you'll probably see that my rankings have a certain bias to the original houses versus the mainstream well, based yeah, on uh, movies and TV show houses. So just real quick survey, are you do you guys tilt more towards the originals or the IP houses? Um originals, but the IP sometimes wow me. Like I still to this day love um uh what's the movie about The Shining. The Shining House was one of the best houses I've ever seen in my life and just the way they did it was incredible but yeah mostly originals are the way to go yeah i'm pretty i'm a pretty big movie buff i have never really been like a like an old school old school old school old school purist so i'm not gonna i'm never gonna be the person like touting on the fact i'm like oh it's nothing like the original um because i i genuinely think that there's a lot of value to do with like we have the technology to make things super cool looking so i typically do like remakes of movies but Texas Chainsaw, it's, uh, it, it is a, it is fundamentally a low budget film. That's why they made it in the first place is because it was yeah. very budget friendly for them to create it. And then the remake, honestly, just didn't have a much bigger budget. There's not any crazy sets or scenes. And also at Halloween Horror Nights, if you're gonna use a chainsaw, you can't beat the chainsaw guy, the chainsaw clown guy. Like he's famous. Mm -hmm. It's the guy that runs around and he just yells chainsaw without <laughs> actually tugging the chainsaw. So if you're going to have a chainsaw, I just want that guy running around your house. For the audience, specifically in time. front of Flaming Moe's in the Simpsons land. That whole area. <laughs> that, that one guy. Yes. One yes. Guy who he is when you see it. Well, I got to tell you, I'm a little bit different in that I love the movies. I mean, I love the, the houses based on movies. That's kind of what, that, that's the big splashy premiere that gets me. Whenever there's a Halloween anything, I'm excited. I was so disappointed when Halloween 3 dropped out of the lineup this year. Everybody thought it was going to be there. Even though, it, you know, it's that movie has become this cult classic that people just love. And I, I was very disappointed yeah. it didn't show up this year, you know? Very much. But my number nine is one that's not been mentioned yet. My number nine house is Case Files Unearthed Legendary Truth. Hmm. Mainly because it, I don't know anything about it, hardly. It's a bunch of What's paranormal... It's a paranormal research group hunting mm. ghosts and different things oh, throughout yeah, New York City. That sounds City. complicated. So it's, the history of that one is that it's all, it was a game that they used to play at Halloween Horror Nights. So if you had like a mobile device back in 2013, 14, 15, yeah. uh, you could do it. But only 14, 15, they only brought it back for the last week of uh, Halloween Horror Nights. So it's it has a cult like lore to it which i think is the theme of this whole uh season of halloween horror nights it's very much a love letter to the fans yep but if you aren't sure of it if you aren't aware of it like i wasn't around here for 2013 through 15 so i had to look it up and only then was like oh okay is that is that what the totems they mention are about is that anything part of the game it, it sounds like when i was looking through it that there are some totems or items to look for throughout the house it probably is, um, yeah. Because that was kind so. of like the whole thing of the game. You go around the whole uh, park and you look for things and you play on your phone. Mm. 
and you unearth. I can't imagine this will be on your phone. That would be ridiculous in a maze. Yeah, this one is interesting. We'll see. For the record, I am one of the... This is because I'm older. I hate going into a theme park and having to stare at my phone to do things. I just hate it. I hate having to make reservations on my phone when I'm standing in line and they try to entertain you with all these games. Sometimes I'll do it, but... I you prefer know. to pick up your rotary phone and dial somebody yeah. for some voice to... Yeah. I just want to go get in line, have a cool queue, have people jump out at me, get a drink while I'm in the queue, a drink before I go into the house, and then... A drink before you get in the queue, a drink while you're in the queue. And someone have me a drink on the other side when I'm coming out. (laughs) I think that, like, none of us want to bother with our phones. My phone can't even recognize me with my mask on. I'm not dealing with that in a house. And then I also have to walk. No. Right. I can't walk and breathe at no, the same time. That can't work if it's in the house. That would be incredibly distracting. Yes. Well, number eight. What is your number number eight choice? Uh, I hate to say it, but my number eight is Universal Monster, The Bride of Frankenstein. And oh. I have to preface this only because I'm a huge Frankenstein and Bride fan. They're both my favorite monsters oh. of the franchise. Oh, that fact, is a horrible splash image. <laughs> I see why that's your number seven. Seven. Well, I only Oof, make it number eight. seven because eight, seven. Yeah, eight. Yeah, you're eight. right. I make it that one only because it was here last year. It was fine then. Um, I loved the Universal Monsters United two years ago. Before that, um, so this one same kind I did of love that one. with uh, Revenge of the Tooth Fairy, where. I am optimistic that they'll build upon it and they'll do more, but have I seen it before? Am I kind of interested still? Eh. But also today's uh, National Frankenstein Day, Mary Shelley's birthday, so I feel like I have to say... Is it? There, yes. Oh, that's awesome. Cody, what's your number eight? Oh, my number eight. I am, based on just the name alone, since I don't know anything about it, has got to be this uh, Knights Icons Captured. I don't know what that is. Um, oh, there we go. Uh, never mind. Jack is back. Dang it. Was that Ruth Bader Ginsburg? There's something <laughs> on here. Um, I, listen, I like Jack a lot as a character. I thought it was um, Boo Boo the Fool whenever he went away for a <laughs> moment and we were left with kind of Harley Quinn. And if it's the same energy that they're giving that experience, I don't know. There's a lot going on. I just, he reminds me of like the clown character from Twisted Metal, from like PlayStation mm. Classic. Really not a good kind. Or Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, I do love Killer Clowns from Outer yeah, Space. Yeah, that was a fun one. Oh, that was yeah. so much fun. Because it was so stupid. That's why I liked it. It was dumb. I walked yep. in and I was like, God, this is so satisfying. It's like Hot Tub Time Machine as a haunted house. I love really. that movie. That yeah, would be a great movie. Yes, exactly. Scott, number eight. What are we on? Number eight. Um, my number eight is the Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. Good for you. Keep it down. Keep it down. So, Pick her while she's no, down. But, but, I will be, but I will be honest. I will be honest. I, I did not obviously go last year, so I don't have that history of it. Um, I was, by reading it and thinking about it, expecting exactly, Cody, what you were describing it to be, which is, you know, somebody sitting there ripping teeth out of somebody and doing all these things that would make you cringe. Um, but if it's if it's not going to be that, then I'm I'm glad I left it at number eight. 
You know what <laughs> but, it reminded me of now that I've processed it a little bit more? It's like that one video, that super viral video of that girl getting that one spinning fairy doll Barbie oh. for Christmas and then it falls into the, the, fire. the fire pit or the fireplace. Uh. Like that's that's the worst thing that happens in the house tops. Uh, see. Hmm. Well, what are the three from last year? It was those two, Bride of Frankenstein, Tooth Fairy, and then Beetlejuice was added on very late. It was right. only there for that one or two weekends and it filled yeah. up immediately. All right. So you guys will be happy to know that my number eight, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm -hmm. And I'm not as much of a hater of it, perhaps, as what I'm hearing. No, it's just this. Like, I got to give it props. Every haunted house I've gone into in my entire life has chainsaws. I mean, that's you you have it. This is the movie that started it. This is what started it. I'm not a big fan of the fact that we're having it come back so soon after we just had it. It's actually, from what I understand, going to be one of the sound stages, which means it's bigger this year. Mm. We'll see what that means. Um, But I also know... I don't know, but from what I've been hearing, because of the COVID shutdown and everything, a lot of we're just glad to have an event this year for one thing. But I also heard that most of these were designed and ready to go last year. They just uh, just stopped production because most people that were working on it kind of got furloughed and and whatnot. Anyways, number seven, Cody, number seven. Oh, number seven. I'm starting again. Jeez, there's so much pressure here. Um, I'm once again based off of names and very little limited information. I am gonna rank up. This is we're still under the halfway mark, so we're still at the poopy mark. I am gonna go with this case files unearth as well because I love cold case and it doesn't sound like that at all. <laughs> and there also is this Cthulhu like creature in yep. The beginning of it, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be like Lovecraft Country. No, or will it not. be? Who knows? One could hope and dream. In this flash chart, like it looks like a guy that has a like a crab claw, but it's not. It's just a poorly drawn hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Will. What about you? Yeah, Number seven. I would say mine is Case Falls on Earth as well. Um, it there's very little information about it that's why i have some intrigue it could be good it could be not but it's an original so i have high hopes but it's one of those kind of up in the air they really apart from the splash image and what little information we have about just chasing a detective in his unearthed file we have no idea what we're getting into all that leads me to believe is that this one was not originally planned to be there Mm -mm. no so maybe that's where Halloween three was supposed to go. Mm. Scott, what's your number seven? Uh, let's see, my number seven is um, the Bride of Frankenstein. All right, it could be good. I don't know, but again, I, I wasn't there last year, so um, it'll be new to me. Uh, but that, yeah, I don't like that graphic. That splash image, every single time you pull it up, I'm like, what kind of in like stock image did they download to make I know this? Well, I <laughs> it's a it's a chef. It is a chef. She is a lady chef. Well, and my, we love that, but my favorite thing is that this is the image they used last year and they just never changed it. Never. Yeah. They uh, said this is fine. And it's not fine. No. No. Like going back to when we say it's fine, that's clearly not fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. My number seven, and I may live to regret this because this is kind of, it, it, is it kind of an original, but it, 
puppet theater. Oh. You know, it's a creepy oh, abandoned really? theater from early 1900 San Francisco. So we know what part of the park it's going to be in. A puppeteer and a ballet group have been trapped ever since, and they'd kill for an audience. It's either going to be, it's. It, I'm open to the fact that I may be 100% wrong in this because I would love. I would love if, you know, since they're not able to, there are probably a lot of restrictions because of COVID, but can you imagine if you're walking through and there's little bitty spaces and people's hands inside scary puppets come out at you from all, I would love that. Love that. Or marionettes come down from the ceiling and stuff like that. But I just don't think that's what we're going to get. I, I have a feeling we're going to have a lot of plexiglass with people dressed up to look like marionettes with strings hanging and they're, they jump at you or something like that. Yeah. Which... Your horror grows as you you come up on grotesque living marionettes made from severed limbs. Oh, that's the part I like. Made from severed <laughs> limbs. Scott, what's your I, number seven? Well, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. What you said—that's the part you like. Yeah, I like the I like the severed limbs for um, yeah. for puppets. That is I mean, clever. That is clever. I want a baby puppet with arms the size of an adult man's. <laughs> I absolutely hate. Have you, did you guys have the same thing going around where people had, were holding little bitty baby puppet hands and they'd walk around and shake your hands with it? And it'd yes, freak you out? Yep. I hate that. I hate that. Scott, watch your number seven. Didn't we just do number seven? <laughs> well, yeah, but you haven't gone yet. I thought I did Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Cool. I mean, we're back. At, we're now at number six. <laughs> or Cody. Cody's on the hook now. Come on. Mm -hmm. Jeez, Cody, number <laughs> six. six. We're getting into some of the, the kind of better territory. By the way, I got to say something. I don't dislike a lot most of the stuff. I'm going to see it, but if I probably have one day in the park. That's it. So this is my, I think that's kind of what we're looking at. If we only had one day, this is the stuff towards the top is what we're going to go to for. All right, go, Cody. Trust and believe. Like, I, this is the reason why I want to go see that movie old. I don't care if it's bad. It's if it's entertaining, I'm still gonna do it. I'm yep. gonna complain the whole time, but I'm still having a good time. I love complaining, which yep. is why I go to the Bobo houses as well as the good houses, because it's always a good experience. And you save the poor ones for when you've had your libations full circle. We're back at the beginning. Um, I'm gonna put for my number six, once again, going off a of very little knowledge of any of this because I cannot read. Um, I'm gonna go for the I'm going to go for The Bride of Frankenstein. I really did try to satisfy some girl boss energy with her being there. She's just not there giving she is it again. to me. She's like, who's that one that just, uh, that's a Theranos woman? Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, mm -hmm. she reminds me of the Theranos lady. She's here. She's going to take a lot of money. Then she's going to go to jail. Yep. <laughs> All right, Will, what about you? Number six. My number six, I think we're all in the same kind of just boat, just maybe mix up a little bit, because my number six is Puppet Theater, Captive Audience as well. Yeah. This is another one where we have at least a little bit more information than uh, Kate's Falls Unearthed. Um, it's an original, but like there's, there's opportunity, there's growth, but I think there's also a good solid set above this that just beat it out. Um, so we'll see. I am a captive audience, though. That's a great title. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do love puppets. Smear. Scott. Okay, my, this one's probably going to piss a lot of people off. Oh, no. I'm already pissed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number six was, was Beetlejuice. Um, I know. Cool. And here's why. Them fighting words. I love the movie. I love the movie. Oh, yeah, but what is this graphic? Never mind. But, <laughs> but as I said before, I have my... 
I lean toward the originals yeah. rather than the IP and the, the headline houses. I, it sounds like they had, I didn't realize they had it last, what did you say it was last year, Will? Yeah. Okay. So you all have some insight into it probably that I don't about um, whether it was good or not. But know, it was booked up. Yeah, that uh, only opened up the last two weeks of packed. the weekend, but it was packed immediately. So I do say, I will say again, I love the movie. I do think it is, there's huge potential for it to have some really cool effects and some really cool design in there, yeah. which would be, which would be fun. Um, but I get my hopes up all the time for these big headlining ones. And then I'm like, eh. we'll see. Okay. So, Not to be cynical as well, but I'm looking at these graphics and like, did, did Universal's graphic designer die? Like what happened? These are, these are some hodgepodge, pokey pokey <laughs> something. Cody, they're in the audience right now. I know they're, they're literally probably in. listening. Yes. They're going to, I'm going to get doxxed. <laughs> so Scott, that was your number six. Right there. That's my number six. And Will and Cody, you guys both did your number six. Yep. Yes. Scott, you and I are right on the same page. Beetlejuice. Oh. Where is oh, yeah. a house divided? Wow. Well, yeah. I, I do have to tell you though, like Beetlejuice is not something that I don't want to see. I'm really eager to see it. I wasn't yeah. there. I didn't get a chance to see it in 2020 during the COVID times. Mm. But um, I was super stoked to hear about it when it was announced. The, it's I think it's going to be more along the lines of like a Ghostbusters house. It's not going to be super scary or it yeah. could be, especially that if they do the banquet scene and like yeah. the shrimp hands come up, that would be awesome. Oh, that would, yeah. But it's um, interesting that you say that you love the movie houses more, but you rank this one so low. I'm just, just I know. Isn't it crazy? He's a confusing I, person. <laughs> I, one of my favorite things about Halloween Horror Nights, the universals are that they recreate classic movies that i get to walk into i love that and it doesn't and Luke, and like Scott, I'm, I'm a pretty jumpy kind of person when it comes to these things i get in the mindset of being jumpy so i'll be scared no matter where i'm at but i like just the the, the care and the the craftsmanship that goes into what universal does and so i love walking into movies i, I myself i am a screenwriter and i love love movies and i love the chance to walk into them so that's a little bit I'm not saying I don't want to go to Beetlejuice. That's not what I'm saying. It doesn't strike me as it's going to be a very scary haunted house. I think we're all going to go to all of these. That's not the point. It's just, which are you most excited about? Yes. Number five. Let's start with Will this time. Number five. Okay. We're in the top five now. Yes, top five. So mine, I chose The Wicked Growth from Realm of the Pumpkin. And I put this one higher up the list only because the description leads a Maybe I'm reaching, but I have high hopes for this one because it says um, the closer to Halloween, the more people practice the traditions, the greater the power of the pumpkin lord grow. As the pumpkins grow ever bigger, your fear grows greater and your odds of escape grow smaller. So I might be reading far too into it, but I'm really hoping that with this one, as the season goes on, the sets become different. And the pumpkins yeah. either grow or the vines become more, you know, more is added. Because there's also descriptions of, like, hmm. the pumpkin lord, like, claims more victims. So maybe there's more characters that get added as well. And I think, like, that has a lot of potential um, to possibly... Because I think that's what Halloween Hornets is missing right now is um, it's for all these people who have freaking fear passes. Yep. Something that is different, that's unique. Apart from, you know, we had... Um, 
Freddie versus Jason, where at the end it would be either Freddie or Jason winning. So it was kind of a who's who, and that was kind of a shocker. A interesting aspect. There's not other houses where there's constant change. There is one. This there is one. Yes. yes. I saw that. I have it written down. But Let's not talk I'm about it yet. But too. I'm stoked about that one. That one's Me way too. up my list. Me too. Yeah, mine too. Mine Cody, too. Cody, let's hear your number five. Oh, my number five. We're on number five now. I, You know what? Actually, I think you have moved me to tears. Um, I am going to have to knock Beetlejuice down to five. And the reason why is because you actually made me realize something. Um, in addition to this horrible graphic, again, <laughs> I, uh, the, uh, okay. So like, while I love movie houses so much, um, that it is a, it is still a comedy. So it's like, when I go to a haunted house, I want to be ooky spooked out. That's why mm -hmm. I'm there. I'm on a mission. And I don't know if it will satisfy that. I know it'll be visually stunning, like, yep. which is why I'm still going to be excited for it and why I'm still going to go to it. But unless Catherine O'Hara herself is there. She is. Oh, God. Yeah. I know. She signed on. Now it's now it's a game changer. But she's doing Moira Rose's voice, so it's going to be, eh. uh, Yeah, it's going to be a mess. <laughs> I, unless Miss Argentina is there herself, handing me just her like hand. Just, up. Mm -hmm. um, I, yeah, just, I, it, it is a comedy. Comedy houses in general, and I've been to them, and I really like them, but they're never, like, my favorite thing to go to. They're mm -hmm. always fun. Once again, a few libations in, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Scott, did you do number five yet? No, I haven't. My number five is The Haunting of Hill House. Oh my gosh! No! <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen it. Oh. So Wait, you've got to see this though. <laughs> I've been telling him for years, Jim. He, he has, he has. Wait, like, never seen the actual show itself? No. <gasps> no. Why? No. Why? Because that's not my so. While I love Halloween Horror Nights and I love going into houses, um, the shows are not my my thing necessarily. So Will and Jim are constantly trying to get me to watch everything all the time. But can I tell you what Scott's thing is? Floating in his pool and sending everybody pictures of brisket. That's what he does. He spends his entire weekend floating. Right, Will, Willis, Willis had my brisket, so I'm having it. I'm having it when I get worth the pictures. You can download the Netflix app on your phone and be floating. Well, plus now watching. exactly. I will say now he has a TV in the back, so he can perfectly stream it if he really wanted to from the pool I, with the briskets. I know. I know. Scott, no this is now. Don't worry about season two. Watch season one, Hill House. It is just a masterpiece of television. It really is. Okay, we're talking about the house. Okay, the let's Universal. Talk about it. No, that's what I'm saying. We're not talking about that necessarily. So, again, this goes back to my thing of I've always been a little bit leaning toward the originals over stuff that's based on shows and movies. So, okay. a enough. five is middle of the road. Again, I'm going to go in it. Five is still good. Five is still really good. You ranked it higher than Texas Chainsaw, so you're not you're you're fine by my book. I, I knew I had to keep that one low, and I and that is truthfully how I feel about Texas Chainsaw. But um, anyway, it's that's it's my an entire number. horror movie about Boo Radley. So all right, this one is Tim. Okay. Yeah, what's your five? My number five, Cody. You're gonna freak it. It's she's back. <laughs> Girl boss. Okay, we've, we've all we've all done this one now, so this is the last time we have to so see I don't that. Need to talk about it. Can I just tell you though, for me, I, I ranked her a little bit higher. I didn't see her last year. Um, I am a little bit worried to have an entire house 
built on Bride of Frankenstein. Like, I sure hope they have the rest of the monsters in there. If she gets a little bit of the premiere centerpiece, that's cool with me. Even though she was only, she's only been on screen like what for five minutes in all of horror movie history. So the fact that she's so popular to this day is a remarkable feat. But I, I have such a love affair with the classic. Let me get over here. The classic monsters that anytime they're around, I'm just going to run. I'm going to run I first. Through. Read Frankenstein, like actually read the book. I did yeah. not realize that she would be a thing so quickly in the book. She's like, that's that's like one of the first things that happens in the book of Frankenstein is that dude starts making her wife. Like, that's oh, it's been so, so long to back in 1890. It's like such a like macabre book to be written back then, putting people parts together to make things. Yeah. I didn't know she was in the book, Frankenstein. I don't remember that. Yeah, the, that's what the book is about. The book is about about making her. He's already been made and he's already existing. Uh, and it, like probably about a fourth way through the book, that's when the that's when the Bride of Frankenstein is uh, brought to life. Jeez. Yeah. All right, number four. We are up to our top four. This is exciting. Will or Cody, who wants to jump into the deep end first? You can go first because I still don't know what one of these is. Sure. Um, <laughs> my number four is uh, Halloween icons uh, captured. I. It's one of those ones where, you know, it's just interesting because they're already going to have a scare zone with all the yep. characters. Um, so... From my background, like character integrity, that doesn't seem right to have them in two places at once. Um, but <laughs> this is universal. This is universal, though. Exactly, I guess so. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited because it's likely going to be long. If they're going to have all those characters in each individual spot, or within their own time, like a, just a span of a room or something, a length, it, it has to be giant. It has to be long. Um, so that's something to look forward to. I just hope that there's going to be some transitions that make sense. It's not going to be abrupt of like cut, 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 cut. Um, kind of how I feel like maybe, um, uh, what's the one? American Horror Story was a couple years ago where it just kind of, it, yeah. the transition was just the, the opening credits for each individual season. It just seemed a little off. Yeah. So for this, I kind of hope that it's more streamlined, especially if they're doing such fan service to these icons. Um, but we'll see. I think it's going to be very interesting to see what they do and how they do it. And especially if there are characters, like they bring back people that look exactly like the icons themselves and it really yep. embodies what they are. Cause that's what the fans really, really love and appreciate of these icons. Very cool. I, and before Cody goes, I just got to tell you, that's my number four as well. Mm -hmm. I, that's way up my list. The horror icons, if I can only see four, that's going to be one of them. Mm -hmm. And I because because I have been going to the event for like twenty years now, and I can't wait to see Jack, um, Constance, the 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 director, and everybody kind of come back and just kind of revisit. I'm a nostalgic kind of guy. I sure. love that, and to revisit all the the top hits from the past thirty years, I'm I'm stoked about that. So this this kind of house, it may not be the scariest house. I'll be honest with you, but it's it's like I'm gonna relive some of the best moments from the all my years at Halloween Horror Nights. It's up there for me. So number four for me, Cody. Oh, number four. I am gonna go with Welcome to Scary 
because I still have no idea what it is. I <laughs> so looking at this graphic, it feels a little fallouty, which is fun. We love uh, horror in the heartland. Great, we're off to a good start. It. I have no idea what it's about. I know after reading Will's lovelyly written notes that it's Stephen King is involved somehow. It's not though. It's not though. <laughs> Never mind. Um, so I uh, don't don't like it, and I don't know how it made it that far up. <laughs> it's because you didn't see it until I number didn't see it four. Until In fact, it was of uh, the ones I wrote down. I forgot to write down the tenth one, and that just made its way in there. <laughs> tell you what. Tell you what. Here's the deal. We're gonna cover that once we come back around because Will hasn't mentioned that one yet, and neither is Scott, and neither have I. So we'll we'll cover that a little, little bit. Yes. Not that I didn't love your description. I'm but... very good at describing things that I don't know anything about. <laughs> To run my office. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and speed this up a little bit because okay. we are way into the show and yeah. we're still only a little more than halfway up the ranking. Oh, um, no, we'll, we'll go faster here. Go ahead. Scott. So my my number four is the uh, case files unearthed, unearthed right. legendary truth. Um, cool. I do like that there's a kitty cat club with she devils, whatever that's gonna look like. Um, <laughs> the totems thing was intriguing, but now that I think about it more, it could be incredibly annoying and distracting. So yeah. we will see. Um, and who doesn't love a seedy apartment in an abandoned warehouse? I don't. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. You are alone, Jim. You li- but you lived in a seedy apartment before. I did. I lived <laughs> down at the edge of Skid Row in downtown Los Angeles. But I moved once I got beat up unconscious by a homeless guy. So um, that's another yeah. story for another Halloween Horror Nights. That's All right. Tuesday. Yes. Number three. We are into number three, guys. Our top three. This is the Ooh. biggie. These are the top three. I want to start this one with Will. Will, what is your number three? Sure. Number three is the actually Welcome to Scary Town, um, Whore in the Heartland. I made that one my number three because uh, Carrie is, and that's where Cody got a little confused. It's all based on Carrie, Ohio, which is um, a reoccurring town that in all of Halloween Horror Nights, there are little callbacks here and there for many a house. So it's a little bit of a nod towards Stephen King, how he brought, brings back Derry, Maine, or other uh, locations like Castle Rock, Maine. So it's really like that. This is another one that's really interesting. There's some intrigue where we've seen throughout the past few years nods at it and like little yep. aspects of it, like a schoolyard or a prison. Actually, to have the town itself and go through it, I'm very interested to see what they do. Yeah, I'm confident where I put it with it being about Ohio. I'm fine with it being lower, in fact. Oh, it, I get, before Cody goes, I got to tell you, I'm right there with you. Number three for me is Welcome to Scary. I like the fact that it's going to, like I said, I'm very nostalgic, and it's going to be do, doing a lot of throwbacks to Easter eggs from previous Halloween Horror Nights. And I love, this seems like a, I'm a big fan of Stranger Things, you know, Indiana, mid Midwest creepy towns things going on and like you said stephen king the way he puts things little strange things that happen throughout his books and they're all kind of in the same area it just feels kind of homey and scary and like i expect to be riding a hayride in this and eating an apple and then have some crazy guy try to cut my head off it's gonna be great can i just jump in too and say that was also my number three for a lot of the same reasons that you you two mentioned but um I, I think that has some big time potential. I do too. All right. So we are definitely going to the house. Cody, what is your number three? My number three has got to be Puppet Theater. 
There is so much opportunity you can do with puppets. Yes. There is something horrifying about tiny children, and therefore, <laughs> puppets are by proxy of just, they're just tiny children on strings. Also, now they're made of body parts. There's so much appeal. <laughs> I think that I may have mis misplaced that one. That one might be a lot scarier than what I was thinking it was. All right. Here, here we go, guys. We're up to our top two. Did everybody do their third one? Yeah. yeah. Number yeah. two. Number two. Tell you what, I'm going to kick us off this time. My number two is a lot different than what all of you guys were. And this is because I love pumpkins. I love everything about the holiday. The thing about this, my number two is the wicked growth realm of the pumpkin. And the reason that I chose this one, I, I meant to get it. My very first baby picture is me with a pumpkin. My two-year-old baby pictures, me with a pumpkin. My parents were pumpkin and Halloween fanatics, so I fell in love with it. So there's a little bit of that nostalgia, but also this talks about, um, I want to hear it here. An evil rot has taken root in the land. And like you said, um, as da -da -da -da, pumpkin lord who grows Halloween like a malignant vine. So I like the idea that it sounds like it's going to be celebrating different aspects of Halloween. All of Halloween's going to be in there and we're going to be celebrating it. And the deeper you get into the lore of Halloween, the bigger and more scary the pumpkins get. I'm all into that. That just sounds amazing to me. I just, and if you can have all the pumpkins like lighting the way into this, this area where we're going to celebrate the different parts of Halloween and all the different legends and things, Sign me up. I, that's that's me. I'm what super. If, totally. What if Charlie Brown made a cameo in there? Jim? I would love that. Come on, Charlie Brown. But he's down at Not Scary Farm, so hopefully we'll see him this year. But he, I love it. My mom sent me a a picture. She's she bought a, a a welcome mat to her house as Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin. Oh man. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I'm getting lost in nostalgia here. All right, Cody. I want to hear your number two. Oh, my number two is absolutely Hill House. There is nothing more terrifying than osteoporosis. So <laughs> there, Bet Neck Lady is, first of all, this show is incredible. Both, and I, I, even though season two is a disaster and a mess, I still How love it. it. Listen, I don't want to hear British children a day in their life. <laughs> um, but, and it is a really good story. But I'll give it that. But the first season of Hill House is incredible. It is genuinely very terrifying to me. Like if you watch it, go back and watch a show in the dark. And that house, even though I actually didn't, once again, another one I haven't gotten to do because the second it was announced, it was booked from like the day that Holland Hornets was a gig. And I am very excited. I'm excited to throw calcium pills at the bent neck lady. I think it'll be a great time. Scoliosis is so scary. <laughs> right. I want to hear Scott's first because I have a feeling you did not pick Hill House because yours is further down the list. What'd you pick, Scott? I picked the puppet theater. Okay. And pretty much for the reasons that Cody said, he stole my, my whole spiel, but basically puppets in their natural form are creepy. Um, you start making them out of severed limbs. You really got something there. So there's I mean, an element that, of creativity to that, you know, yeah, they, was, they, will, they will have to screw that up if it's not good. It's a passion project, you know, well, Puppet Theater's getting a lot of it got it's getting more love from you guys than it got from me, but I think you're changing my mind. I, I do think your this discussion has changed my mind. All right, Will, what is your number two? 
Beetlejuice, hands down. Yeah. I'm so excited for this one. I'm a huge Beetlejuice fan. I've heard great things about it when it was a house last year. Everyone came out of it saying it was the best house they've seen in a long time. I have, I'm excited. We didn't actually talk about it, um, but for the higher Halloween Horror Nights icons captured, there is a description that every night, uh, who is the most evil of them all, depending on who you visit, oh, yeah. the icon will reign supreme. So I'm hoping that like, my other thing that I'm really hoping about the Icon House that is similar with the Beetlejuice House is that some of the characters have some free reign to interact with the guests and actually go off scripts and just talk. So I'm really hoping this Beetlejuice character is in that vein of being very quirky, funny, kind of like how Beetlejuice show used to be and talking to the audience. So fingers crossed. I mean, we'll see. I'm like, I have very, very high hopes with this one. I'm glad you brought back to the uh, the icons. We forgot to mention that when we were talking about the icons um, haunted house, that it apparently it is going to be switching it up. And whoever the mightiest icon, the icon that wins that week or that day, that they will be the ones that ascend to the icons throne in the big grand finale at the end of the haunted house. So that's that's very cool. I love like we were talking earlier when you can interchange things like that. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Yep. Um, Scott, did you do number two? Wait, did everybody do number two? I did, yep. All right. So can I do my number one then, building yes! off of that? Let's my do number it. one is the icons captured. And I love it, yeah. There's a couple reasons for that, one of which we've already talked about, and that is the fact that they can change it up um, yep. and that you don't know exactly who is going to end up reigning supreme. And to Will's point earlier about people who go repeatedly, maybe they can make it enough different that it's worth going through, you know, many times. Um, having all those great icons together, while I understand Will's thought about uh, <laughs> having them all together in the same place, I do think that's going to be a really cool, knowing that this is, you know, the big 30, and they're going to have all of these people together, um, all these characters together in, in one place, I think is, is really cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. You know, it's the ultimate original you know even though it's like a quote-unquote sequel it's all the originals together for the past 30 years it's it doesn't it barely gets better than that so that's your number one tell you what let me go next and i'll let will and cody end for us my number one hyped thing and you can probably tell the haunting <laughs> of hill house so stoked to see this i this is one of my favorite things that i have seen on television in years i so loved good. it it was beautiful everything about it was wonderfully done it was elegant and it was scary as hell the, but it was scary not because it was like people jumping out at you scary but when you have a little kid sitting under a bed and this big creepy um the the, the top hat man comes and he leans down and looks under the bed and he's 15 feet tall and oh man that's amazing and in every scene of 
or every episode of um, Hill House, the thing that was so cool, there was always all these ghosts hidden in the background that you, oh, yeah. they never even talked about. You never even them. All right. I can't wait to see that. All right. Let's go to Cody. For my number one. Oh, at my heart of hearts, I am a basic Instagram nonsense person. Um, so mine has absolutely got to be this pumpkin round. Why? I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm going to stop the line. I'm going to sit down in a pumpkin patch, whatever is there. I'm going to take some pictures. I'm going to make people wait. I, it is going to be a whole trashy experience. That I'm going to make everyone wade through. I'll be 15 drinks in at this. <laughs> I'm going to make it everyone else's problem. All right. I'm so excited for it. Awesome. I love pumpkins. I also love pumpkins. You explained yeah. all about pumpkins. Pumpkins are my jam. I don't like pumpkin pie, but anything else pumpkin related, I'm there. The first one in the door. All right. And Will, I'm so excited to hear what your number one is. Hill House. It has to yes. be. I am so excited and ready for this. I hope they give it the same treatment as they did for Stranger Things, where they have visually similar actors. I hope that, like you said, there are ghosts in the background where every time you go through, they're just sitting there. They're just like a regular ghost that's just, or a regular person just standing. Ghost faced, just stone faced. Yep. Um, I hope that, I'm excited to see if they go back and forth throughout time, like the series and the show. I'm excited to see if there are other nods to the haunting anthology. If, you know, we have a little nod towards Bly Manor. I am interested to see if there's other Mike Flanagan nods as well. He's such a horror icon. If there's any nod towards Hush, if there's any nod towards Gerald's Ooh. game, if there's any nod towards oh. um, Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep, yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm, I, or even better, um, he's starting to create his own little horror universe because his new show um i wrote it down um midnight mass is about to come out on netflix and midnight mass is a book that's been shown throughout all of at least a good number of his films like gerald's game the opening scene where she realizes she's stuck is she looks up and there's a book of midnight mass above it so i'm excited to see if there's other nods towards that or little easter eggs that are implanted before the show comes out that afterwards being you know horror fans will be like wait I think that was in the house for some reason. Something of that nature. I'm just so pumped and excited for this house. I, the show was incredible. Absolutely amazing. I rewatch it at least once every other month. It's just yeah. fantastic. Phenomenal. Top down. So this house, I have the highest of expectations and hopes. I really, I don't think they're going to let us down. Stranger mm -hmm. Things was such a huge uh, success of itself. And I think it's going to be of that nature as well. So it's up there number one for sure i'm right there with you and they've released pictures of the facade of the house that they're building mm -hmm. and it's in one of the big sound stages and it looks a freaking amazing it's just like yeah i i i'm with you like this is the one thing that i'm gonna i'll stand in line definitely to see this thing all right yes. guys that is our our hype list for the haunted houses we're gonna quickly go through the maze i mean to the scare zones but is there anything that you guys need to add to what we just did no. Nope. All right. Nope. So there are five scare zones. The scare, and let's go ahead and start with the. Uh, all right. Whoa. Let me do this. I'll start with my number five, and we'll I'll pitch it to you guys. Number five scare, and th I'm completely opposite from what I've been hearing a lot of people say on a bunch of the different vlogs. Scare and destroy. Okay, a ruthless alien cyber regime led by the controller is taking over New York turning humans into fuel. 
Uh. I love I love alien movies, but I'm gonna tell you. Wait, wait. I got a picture of it here too. I love alien movies. However, that's not it. Let me oh, see. That was it. Yeah, wasn't it? No, no, no. no, no. It's, oh, uh, here we go. I love oh, yeah, alien movies, one. but they don't scare me as much as like regular horror films. So oh, I'm, God. I'm kind of. It's not my thing. Jim, I'm just gonna say same thing for me. All right, Seek cool. and Destroy is number five for those same reasons. Mm-hmm. Yep, there you go. There we go. All right. Oh, Back I do. I mean, Hector. I do love the idea of turning humans into like biofuel at this point. I think it's a little too on the nose for where we're at with the world right now. I'm also gonna put this one pretty low. Also, that graphic is sad. That's been my main complaint with all these. <laughs> okay, so for three, no, Sneak and Destroy as three of us is number five. Will I'm gonna be a contrarian and say that's number five as well for me. Oh yes! <laughs> I can't. Like we already had an alien one three years ago, and that was pretty bad as well. Yeah. I have a really awkward photo somewhere around where I'm just kind of uh, with the alien queen that they had that year. I have no doubt that they're pulling the same stunts and just like here's some alien facade, whatever. Yep. But I will say I am so so happy that after we had the Purge movie, the last one, and the Purge show, we are not getting another. Purge scare zone one more time. Yes. That was my biggest fear. I'm so happy. So this ranks higher in Orlando. Than oh, are you do you have one out in Hollywood? Of course we do. That's all we ever have out here. All right. <laughs> number four. Scott, what's your number four? All right. It's probably gonna make you mad, but the Crypt TV. It's not gonna make me mad. That's my number four as well. Tell me why. The premise just doesn't. Honestly, it was a toss-up for me between this and Seek and Destroy for being last place. I just neither of them sound very scary. When you're talking about a scare zone that you're trying to walk through, right? Mm-hmm. It, and again, this is all the descriptions that I'm reading, but those two, I'm like, they're not going to be that scary. They just don't seem like a very scary premise. Cody. I, I, but my number four would probably be 30 years, 30 fears. I don't want to be reminded of getting closer to 30. Um, I'm just going to put that there. Oh, another Jack one. Uh, well, this one's a good banner. Dang. Yeah, no, I'm going to commit to it. This is the first good banner I've seen the whole, this whole evening. Yeah. All right, Will. Uh, I am going to be, I might turn heads. I'm going to choose Lights, Camera, Action, Eddie's Revenge. Wow. Um, mainly because I, it's likely going to be on the right-hand side where the Hollywood thing is, where they've had a lot of good ones in the past, like Chucky or two years the ago. Vanity they had ball. The Vanity Ball. I love that Vanity top Ball. top-notch. Such a good and interactive scare zone. With this one, I feel like they're going to try to do the same thing. It's just not going to have the same effect. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But I just had to rank that lower. That's my number four. That makes sense. I, I do the say on the Crypt TV. Were you guys aware of what Crypt TV was mm-hmm. before it was yep. announced? Yes. Okay, you were. Yeah, Scott. Did you know what it was? No. We've Isn't actually had. Crypt- no, it's a TV show or like YouTube's channel. Oh, it's, right. Eli, oh. it's Eli Roth, and he partnered up with some folks, and he does a lot of like independent horror films, horror shorts. That they've got. I did. They used to be on television. They might just be streaming. I don't think so. But we've had some Crypt TV like um, horror zones out here in at the Hollywood version. But it, basically, it's like we haven't had 
you know, I take that back. They've had a lot of theming with Crypt TV. He's up on the t- the movie screens around the back lot as you walk through and you see some different things as you're standing in line rather than looking at your phone and trying to figure out some game. But it looks pretty cool. Um, but I agree. I don't think a lot of people have a lot of uh, familiarity with Crypt TV. It do- it's not described in such a way that makes it sound like something that everyone's all excited about. All right. That's number, that was number five. Number four. Number three, Scott, what's your number three? Lights, camera, um, Hackathon, the, the Eddie's Revenge. Hackathon. <laughs> you're, um, neglecting that. you're not even going to let it have the pun. You're like, no, I'm I not, just don't like it. I'm not. <laughs> um, yeah, so. The, I agree I don't know. with you. I, That's my number three as well, Scott. Tear it up. <laughs> no, no, it just, it, it, I think it. I don't know. It, it has a lot of potential, but I don't know. I don't think they'll. I don't think it'll be executed well. That's you know what the really that's my biggest concern. Right. Get ready for the feel bad movie of the year. Eddie Schmidt, Jack the Clown's brother, is filming a horror film, and the yeah. monsters are real. I think it'd be kind of fun. It's it's basically a lot of people running around in the fog screaming at you. What else you want? That's a scare zone. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a scare zone. All right. Will, you're kind of shaking your head. I want to hear what you, you have to oh, say. Oh, I was, you know, I was just agreeing with him. Like, I, I don't think it's going to be good. But uh, my number three is going to be 30 years, 30 fears. If you're already going to have a, a giant house, and it's going to be probably the most inter- interesting of all of them. Y- you don't need an, a scare zone with the characters themselves. I mean, it's interesting. If you don't want to wait in line, that's probably the premise. Like, you want to take pictures with them or whatever, and they want to interact with people, great. But it just seems like a waste at this point, or filler, or like something. Someone fell through, and they're just like, "Hey, here it is." So, <laughs> all right, Cody. I didn't. I just. I just registered that the lights, camera, action was Jack's brother, which I have like a lot of love for, like a weird sibling that goes off to try to do his own thing and probably fails, as the person that did that in my family. So I want, I originally wrote this as my number one because I really do genuinely like the Hollywood uh, scare zones and it's appropriately themed. It's lights, camera, action. That makes sense. There's a great pun. It's in Hollywood. However, I just realized that it's going to be just like 30 years, 30 fears. It's going to be the same thing twice, but with more lights and possibly some cameras and maybe some action. (laughs) I'm not pleased. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's go on to number two. Number two. I, what's crazy is there's one that hasn't been mentioned yet. So I'm not going to be the first to mention it. Let's go to, I want to see what Will has to say. What's your second, second one on your list, Will? I'm biased. I'm going to say Crypt TV because I actually know all the characters. I've been watching it for years. Uh, the No See Me is one of my favorite horror characters. And I like, or the Birch. And what I love about them is like way back in the day, they were just one-off little videos, about five to 10 minutes, cut and dry, you know? They were like old creepypastas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then they became, they started growing. The whole lore in the interactive or the uh, interconnected universe start overlapping. And so if you actually like watched it from beginning to end, you would see how everything um, like just connected in some way, shape or form. And so I'm interested not that I think it's going to be scary. Not that I'm interested to say, like, oh, I was spooked by it. 
I want to take a picture with these characters that I've known for years and be like, oh my God, this is the first time and only time I'll ever see this thing. And I'm here like five feet away from them, six feet. Hey, so, well, you know. is Crip TV, they're the ones who had that creepy, like a character made out of teeth? Was that? No, that was um, Shudder. Fingernails was Shudder. Okay, Shudder. Yeah. I, I think I'm open to giving Crip TV a little bit of a, a little bit of grace here, a little bit of like, I'm, I'm going to give them some room because I, I like it. I like the idea of like having another horror outlet to watch. And it's cool that you've seen them all. Mm -hmm. um, so that was yours, Cody. What is your number two? My number two has got to be Gorewood Forest. They do it a lot. They've done like this a lot, but they do it well. And I will admit that they do a really good job. There's a lot that you can do with it. There's a fantasy element to it, so you know the weird-looking people are going to be there loving that. Uh, so, it, But it also is genuinely very spooky, and as somebody that grew up in the woods, the woods is scary, and there are things <laughs> that will take you out. And But they, and they've done it a lot. That's why it's not my number one is because I've, I've seen it before. I'm always very impressed with it. I do love a stilt walker. I don't know why. It's so fascinating to me when they can just do that. I think it's very athletic. It's fun. Um, yeah, no, that's my number two for sure. And it, it, this is kind of like it's. Let me see. Sixteen years after the gory sacrifices of Terra Cruentus, the heartless Terra Queen is back. Evil is in her nature. A lot of people are excited to see the Terra Queen return. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. Scott, what's your number two? Uh, 30 years, 30 fears. 30 years, so, 30 fears. I think, it, I think it could be fun. I get Will's point completely. That's probably the reason that it's not my number one. But mm -hmm. um, I, the, the vibe could be completely different than the house. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I, I, we'll see how they do it. But um, again, having all those monsters in one place could be pretty cool. My number two is Gorewood Forest. I agree. I'm looking forward to seeing the Terra Queen return. Again, a little bit of nostalgia. We keep on talking nostalgia tonight. So this is the 30th anniversary. All right. Our number one, our, our choices for the biggest scare zones. I'm going to throw mine out there first just because, eh, whatever. Scare zone is uh, my, my biggest choice is uh, 30 years, 30 fears. And again, we're talking nostalgia. You're I can't wait. tonight. Yeah, it's, it's all about the nostalgia. There's not a... If you, you think about it, there's not tons of like new stuff moving us forward for Halloween Horror Nights. It's, it's a lot of celebration of what's already been. And since we're doing that, 30 years, 30 fears, I think this is going to be in, is it the Hollywood, of the, the Avenue of the Stars right there in the middle as you walk in? I think that's where it's going to be. I think it's probably, yeah. All right. Most what, likely. Scott, what's your number one? Gorewood. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of things that Cody mentioned, I, I they do this really well. The forest is a spooky place in itself. Um some of that nostalgia coming back, but also they do a really good job with it. Yep. Also, Cody, last year, wasn't there a forest one like Vikings or something? Two that, years ago. That's Two years ago. God, that sucked. That was the worst. As long as it's not bad. Anyway, my number one was Crypt TV. I own a television. I love <laughs> TV. Whenever people ask me, what's your hobby? I say watching TV. People that say traveling is their hobby, they are sociopaths. I don't trust them. I don't get near them. I love Crypt TV in general. I've also been watching it since I was like a kid, since it was like, once again, creepypasta on the internet. I, but the first one I ever yeah. saw was like the weird tree demon thing that, that eats the bully. Yep. What, what a time to shine as a bully. 
I would love to get eaten by a tree demon. You thought now everyone that's listening thought it was going to be the other way around. No, I am not a victim. Anyway, that's my number one, Prep TV. All right, Will, what's your number one scare zone? I don't know if I can top that one. Uh, Gorwood Forest, for sure. It's I. It, they do it well, like everyone else has said. It's just fun to walk through a giant. If I imagine what they're going, what they're describing, what's going to be a tall tree line full of pumpkins in the these towering trees, jack o' lanterns um, lit up with creepy things coming around. Everyone's been hyping about it online again from 16 years ago, so it has to be apparently good. We'll see. But overall, it's the it's also the only one that's very very original. Yeah. Um, that is actually interesting because um, I will not give that grace to seek and destroy. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, we'll see. We've had enough. Nope. This is awesome, guys. We have ranked all the scare zones, all the haunted houses, and for as far as scare zones are concerned, um, as far as scare zones are concerned, I just need fog. And loud noises, and I'm done. And a couple pumpkins that I can see through the fog. And that's all you need. I, I'm really easy when it comes to scare zones. Last two things, real quick, before we head out. There are two live event things. I, I I'm still missing Bill and Ted's. Bill and Ted's. You know, excellent mm. show. I, I love it so much. And then, but we have live. Our first one, Marathon of Mayhem, Carnage Factories, the Big Lagoon show, and the second one is Halloween Nightmare Fuel, which is an aerial acrobatics type show in the. What, it's over in the um, what's that theater? The uh, Fear Factor yeah, theater. Yeah. So of those two, I just want to—we're not going to rank them. Do you guys think those are worth seeing? Absolutely, the aerial one. They did yes. that. They did the silks two years ago with the yep. uh, with the uh, Jekyll and Hyde show. Mm -hmm. It was really good. Super good. It was so good. We saw it every time we went. It was so good. Um, nice. The show though, I never saw it once. <laughs> really? Even, yeah. Even two years ago when it was like the '80s theme and it was. So the music sounded awesome, and you know there were some cool elements. It looked cool from afar, but we just never found the time. We're too busy yeah. drinking. And going Scott, did we see the Lagoon Show? I don't think we did. We always heard it like yeah. it was loud. Yeah, it's we have the same problem. It's it's getting through the houses, getting through the scare zones, getting through the beers. It, it all takes time. And we're not going to not do the beers. No. no. Yeah, and they have you 10 can. haunted they have 10 haunted houses this year so it's going to be kind of hard if cuz if it opens up around 6 it's open to either 1 or 2 in the morning depending on which night you go um that doesn't give you a lot of time yeah. scott you did have a piece of advice for buying like a front of the line pass well, i always like to hit up the less popular houses first cuz everyone runs for the big popular guys and you can get screwed doing that for sure um but also you can buy a half price front of the line pass halfway through the night, which you can yeah. then start to use to get yourself through those those crazy long lines, and you're not paying, you know, yep. nearly as much money. So, yeah, a lot of people don't know that the price of the front of the line pass comes down later in the night. It starts at I think is it ten or eleven? It's one of those two. Yeah, it's like it, it, the last like two hours or so. It's yeah. like half price or something like, or close to, it, or at least it was before. I don't know, but. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for coming on tonight. This has been great. I got to show you one picture. My mom is apparently watching. She's that one person watching right there. And uh, <laughs> I, I said I drew, grew up with pumpkins. I there's that's Aww. me and my it's it's my Frankenstein outfit with my pumpkin. And that's my brother Scott. He's a I guess he's a tiger in his pumpkin. I remember carving that pumpkin. Oh, those are good days. Those are good days. Uh, we have one. 
Do y'all feel there is too much time? Do y'all feel that this is from Mike? Do y'all feel there is too much for the time allotted? Um, yeah. Always. Oh, yeah. There yeah. always is. Yeah. Universal yeah. is uh, really good at a lot of things, but time management has never been one of them. It's because it's universal. It's in their name. Well, the hopeful thing is that with COVID restrictions, it'll be a thinner crowd, but it also could mean that they're going to space out groups of people more. So it might, yeah. it might still be the same. We don't know until it actually opens up and we see reviews or anything like that. No idea. I've heard that... Um... There's more nights than they've ever had, or they've tied the number of nights for the most ever. But I, I from what I also understand, that it might be because capacity is a little bit lower, so they they do need to spread it out. And they have added nights before, so we'll see what happens. We'll see people showing up. And one of the things that was interesting is like usually Universal they release like a house per week. Like what is the big announcement? Two weeks ago they dropped like over right. half their houses yeah. so that leads some people to believe they weren't a hundred percent sure if they're going to have all the houses they're going to even have the event so they are going forward and last thing i read just today you know how they last during the the halloween horror nights lights they had like plexiglass separating performers from the crowd they took it out oh but this it looks like this week they went back in so oh. so we'll see so hopefully it's a, it's strategic. The one thing is you can always tell when someone's going to jump out at you because you can see the plexiglass. And that Not all the time. So I yeah. will say they got good at it. Last year during the uh, Bride of Frankenstein house, there was actually one hallway. And I think they learned from that one hallway where there was plexiglass on both sides. And there were people or characters or things that looked like, you know, little characters, whatever. And you had no idea which ones were real, which ones were the next characters. So you're waiting over here trying to avoid the one on the left, and boom, it's the one on the right. You know, it's a that's awesome. I have a feeling they've gotten smart about that from last year. Awesome. Well, these these <laughs> these are our uh, our hype list. Thank you so much, Cody. Thank you so much, Will and Scott, for staying up. I, I know it's late there in Orlando. You guys are staying up late with us to go through these things. It's going to be a blast. And I can't wait to see what you guys post on social media. And we will be um, anytime. You, hopefully, um, Will will get some stuff from you that we can post on the website and share on the YouTube channel. So I'm looking forward to it. Scott, we're going to be busy. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. We're going to be doing yes, this. fun. All right. You can Before follow us here at The Scare Guy. You can follow me at James D. Fry on Instagram. Um, Cody and Will, do you want people knowing how to find you guys online? Yeah, I'm really easy to find. Uh, you can find me as Hot Daddy Issues on TikTok and Mick Daddy Issues on Instagram. Are those yeah. real? Yeah, they are. I'm very popular. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Will. And, and you can find me at your dad's ghoul friend on <laughs> Instagram and TikTok. Best friend, Brandy. <laughs> and Scott, do you want to be remain anonymous? You <laughs> well, you can find me at the con guy and scare guy as well. So I'm part of all that. So that's right. Scott's the one who he's the engine that keeps us driving. So thank you guys so much. Happy Halloween. We will see you guys at Universal's Hollywood. You know, no, Universal's Halloween Horror Nights coming up soon. Bye bye. Bye.
Welcome to Dr. Geek's Laboratory. Dr. Geek here with another reminder that the ESO Network is pro-science and pro-vaccine. We urge you to be a superhero and protect yourself, your family, and your fellow geeks around the world. Don't be fooled by the forces of evil and their anti-science misinformation campaign. Consult the latest CDC guidelines, your doctor, and get the COVID vaccine today. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.